0: We, we have the same vision, really. That's, that's the thing. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we spent so much time together. That's our advantage. We spent so much time together, just like you guys, that we know each other so well, we know what our vision is and we share the same vision. And so I think when, when things come up where maybe she creates something on her own that we <laughs> haven't talked about, which, which can happen, you know, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm with it because she has the same vision. We have the same ethics. We have the same integrity. This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Cascavalsian.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is our Valentine's Day edition. And next to me, I have my very own Valentine, Addie, my wife and business partner. (laughs) And so what we're going to do is, you know, this is an industry where many couples own and grow their businesses together. And of course, it's hard to achieve success, wealth and freedom if you and your partner, both in business and in life, are not on the same page. So today on the podcast, you're going to hear some tips and strategies from couples who have been business partners for years, and how you can achieve success both in business and your relationship with your partner and or your spouse. So first up, we have Mario and Candy from City Roofing. Welcome, you guys.
2: Welcome. Hey, guys. Good to be here.
1: And so... Tell us a little bit about, Mario, you've never been on the podcast before, but Candy has. What? Um, Yes, Candy
3: has. We (laughs) know, listen. She's a star. I'm just in the background.
1: That's right. Well, look, I I think those of us that can make this work recognize who the real boss is. She is. And, you know, we just do what they tell us to do. So give us the two-minute version of your story, or actually, if you want, you can you can give your version of the story, Candy, and Mario can give his version of the story. But just tell us about City Roofing, how it started, how you got into the business, and kind of where you guys are at
3: now. You know, there's always more than two sides each story. You're going to hear like four different versions here. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. somewhere <laughs> in the middle the truth, right? <laughs> well, I, I guess, um, how did City Roofing start? Well... I started my career working with another roofing contractor here locally. It was back in 2005. I got into, I I found out about roofing through through colleagues and people that I knew. And I decided to to give it a shot. At that time, I had my general contracting license, which only meant that I I had a little bit of experience working with, with some family in the construction field. So I didn't really like it too much. I didn't like being stuck in, in, in one place or one job all the time. So I, I said, let me, let me give this a shot. So I went to go. And at that time, that was right after that busy hurricane season, Wilma and Katrina. And so obviously when I got in there, it was a a crash course in roofing and, and it happened rather quickly. I, 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 I went to work for, you know, this, this big roofing company at that time that I thought was pretty big. They had, wow, what can I imagine? Multiple cars, hundreds, at least a hundred employees. So I said, okay, this is this looks pretty good. So we we got in there and I started to, to work for them and selling jobs. And it wasn't long before I my phone started. This is part of our company story, actually. This is, this is this is as real as it gets. My my phone was actually getting calls from both customers that were looking to get new roofs done, but also jobs that had already been done that were leaking from the company I was working for and it was, I didn't know where to stick my head. You know, I didn't know what to do. I was like, man, this is, this is bad. This is bad customer service. I brought it up to the attention to the owners. They didn't care. They were like, well, this is just how it works. We just, we just go. And I was like, but what about the customers? No, we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't, don't worry about it. And I'm like, sure. Well, they, they kind of brushed it off and it was kind of their MO. And I was like, look, well, this isn't how it's done. And so I, 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 you know, obviously I would talk to Candy. She wasn't anywhere. She had nothing to do with roofing at the time. She was working as a mortgage processor, underwriter for a mortgage company. And I would come home and I would tell her all these, all these stories. And I was like, look, you know what, this isn't going to go anywhere. This company is going to go by the wayside. I mean, this is, you don't, it's that you don't run a business this way. So. Long story short, I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my license and we'll go off on our own. And at first she didn't want to join. She was like roofing. Yep. Could you play what is that? I'm like, well, you know, I saw the opportunity. I saw the opportunity because it was, I always, I always recognize Miami as a city of three industries, real estate, import export, but not that kind of import export and construction. So I decided to go into the route of construction and I chose roofing because I thought that everyone needed a roof and it would be a steady income recession proof in the whole nine yards. And uh, so when we first, when we launched, she was still doing her work, but it coincided that at that time, the mortgage industry was also in a decline. And so I told her, Hey, this is going to, this, this business that you're in is, is going to go, it's going to die. It's it's, it's going to go the way the dinosaur. And and yeah, it, it it eventually did, and that's when she decided. And I twisted her arm, and I said, hey, "You you got to come over here, you know, and, and help yeah. us out." So okay, so what's your version, Candy?
4: Yeah, I'm curious. Everything is good up until the point of that you twisted my
3: arm. I did. I was twisting your arm.
4: Well, we were on a vacation, and we were pregnant with our first, and then we got a call from the bank saying. Hey, your account's overdrawn. And Mario had the checkbook in the in the in the in the truck, and he didn't know how to you know operate. It was getting too much. It was, too much. it was too you much, you know. It's not like anybody does a crash course on financials and running how to run a business and how to do QuickBooks or any of that. So at that point, I'm like, you're gonna need help. I took over the books, so I just started inching my way in, um, reluctantly then I just saw the opportunity Wow! I get to work from home and still raise a family and I think that's the greatest gift that any family could have
1: so just out of curiosity so what are so tell us about city roofing today last year you guys do both repair and re-roof just give everybody kind of an idea how many employees do you have how many jobs did you complete last
3: year So, you want to go out? I mean, we we have 25 employees. We did about 120, what, 120 re roof jobs? Was it a little less than that? It
1: was
4: a
3: little less. Close. 107. Between between 110 and 120. We did a lot more repairs than that. We did
4: like 320 repair jobs. And we did 3.5 in sales and 3.25 in revenue.
1: What? Cool. Good. Production. 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 That's great. That's awesome. And what are the, what are kind of your, what are the different roles? What is Mario? What does Mario do? And what does Candy do?
3: Well, I I do the sales managing and now I'm getting into the HR aspect of it as well. And, and that's pretty much it. And then obviously for technical support for permitting and roofing questions, I'm the guy, but Kenny does. She runs the office. She oversees the uh, accounting and marketing.
4: Yeah. Amar is more of the visionary too. He kind of says in two years and three years, this is where we need to be. It's very difficult for me to see in terms of in years, I see just in the immediate, like what needs to be taken care of today, the end of the week It's even hard for me to see into next month. So for me, it's just, okay, give me what's most important right now so we can execute because that's just my mojo. It's like, okay, let's just get it done. It's accomplished, but he kind of has to, Expand and tell me. Okay, we're gonna just take it by five years, three years, and then once I have a clear picture, and he tells me where I can relate to that, then I feel comfortable. The whole time, it's like he's trying to sell me on on the idea, so it becomes a little difficult.
1: Well, we talk a lot about EOS, the entrepreneurial operating system, and what you guys both just described is the the visionary and the and the integrator. Like you are. right integrator just like with us although addy is also now becoming the visionary the you guys just described visionary integrator and that's what i think makes really good partnerships is is when you have one and the other
2: yeah i would agree what would you guys say was one of the most challenging times for you in the business together
3: as far as as far as what like there's so many challenges. I mean, I
2: yeah. Is there I mean, oh, well, would... I
3: could say I could say the, the when we hit rock bottom, like yeah. the the rock bottom was when we had start a few years after we started. when with yeah, like uh, three years. Yeah, in two thousand nine, when well, we started in oh six oh five oh six, and the recession was in full swing. We were we 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 lost our our house. I mean, we were barely making ends meet. You know, it, it was a pretty tough time, but we we, we hung in. There were, there were times that we were going to call it quits and say, hey, I'd rather go get a, you know, a real paying job than, than just, you know, doing this crap, right? Yeah. Um, but we stuck in there and we pushed through it one day at a time. And it wasn't until maybe 2012 when things completely, you know, started going and uptaking and it hasn't really stopped since.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, and having that financial burden, I know, can add so much stress to a relationship. When you came out on the other side, what were some of your takeaways from that experience?
3: That we can get through anything. If that that, that was the worst, then the rest is pie.
2: That's love it.
3: And we had three kids at the time, too, when we were going through all that. So, you know, we could have said, hey, at that time, uh, I think this is enough. Right? Three is enough. Like, that's it. Right? We're like, nah, let's push it. What the heck? Yeah, let's keep going.
1: That was the hard part. That was that was children ago.
4: But you know one thing that we always did, even if it was good times or bad times, we always did our date night. We always did our little getaways, and I feel like that refreshed us, even though you know the thing is going down, right? The planet is going up, but we had our good times no matter what. So we always went back to to that. Very
3: true. Very true always spent time with each other. We we had we dedicated one day a week to go have date night. You know, we would always take our vacations together with the kids. Yeah. And we we always hung in there and we we even though things around us were going crazy, we still kept the family intact and we still had a great time together and we were able to separate, you know, work and and family. Two different things.
4: It's hard. You kind of have to make a little a bubble, right? You're just gonna go in that bubble for that moment no matter how chaotic it is outside but that that space is sacred and it's it's important and you have to do it to keep thriving right
2: yeah that's something we did along the way too
1: yeah Yeah. we struggled with it yeah especially somebody
2: what the going away
1: oh no the the bubble and when you got you went into the bubble but then you were supposed to come out of the bubble right and at home you were supposed to be husband and wife and at the business you were supposed to be business partners is that what you meant by the bubble that's how i took it
3: well we do that a well, lot well that that you know no there, there there were many many times where we would bring you know work home and you know from the moment we got in the door till the time we got to bed and we were talking about this this work thing you know and then we we catch ourselves yeah. doing it and then we'd be like wait a second this right. isn't good yeah right. we gotta we gotta cut it you know and and that did take, that, that did, we did slide into that world for a bit, but it, it ended up making our relationship more rough. It, it, it was bumpier because of that. So we had to quick, you know, learn and say, well, hey, we, we gotta, we can't, we can't do this. And then over time, it just became, became more natural.
4: Well, now we're just like two different people, right? You're your work person. It's like, and then you're your relationship person. Right. And then you have to kind of know when to, move into that role and when you shouldn't say something and when it's the right time i'm not going to talk about work on the weekend i just know it's not worth it and at night i'm not going to talk about work either it can wait yeah that's great that you caught on to that yeah. i still struggle with that she struggles with it a yeah, lot I more,
1: more than i do But no, i leave I need I need yeah, yeah. Um, because for years i could never turn it off
4: yeah i guess. just
1: could not turn it off now Oh, I can turn
3: it off. Yeah. want to turn it off. Yeah. So but I find myself talking. To. Yeah. I talk
4: to myself like, I'm going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> like, I, like, I have to hold my tongue yeah. and say, I'm not going to say it. And if I get through Monday without like the whole weekend without saying it, I'm like, I did it.
0: Yeah. You did yeah. it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> because <laughs> I've been holding this in.
2: Yeah. But something you don't know is that I do keep, if it's something negative, I do keep that. Outside of work hours, if it's something positive, inspirational, then I will share that with you.
4: Um, Absolutely, I think it's
2: exciting, right? Yeah, so I don't know if you've noticed that, but I have been well, you've learning, gotten better. Yeah, I've learned to kind of like, I don't want to go that place when we're having a good time and trying to relax. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but our kids used to also be like, Hey, you're doing it again, you're talking about work. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they would bring us back to the moment,
4: so there, yeah. that was awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do it. They, work. they do, a good job. They do, yeah, mom, dad. You're doing it again. You're
4: fighting again about work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, so on the other side of that, what is one of the greatest successes that you've enjoyed
3: in business together? I guess um, that, that we were able to raise a family, learn from our mistakes, and all the while just growing together both through the good and the bad and, and being here to, 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 you know, to bear witness to it. You know, I don't know how other couples or other, other, you know, marriages do it if, if they end up, you know, going the the extreme route of even, you know, getting a divorce. Right. Cause that, that could happen. Oh, I, I, I was always, you know what, but to shed a little bit of background on it, I saw my parents do it for so many years. They were, they were, they worked together. They were, you know, owners of a business. I didn't know any other way to me. That's what I saw. I didn't see uh my both of my parents work a nine to five, right? So, but the but the successes are, you know, that that oh they ended up getting a divorce. You know? Yeah. So, so, you know, to, to be here what, 17 years later, and that we're more in love with each other more than ever. And my goodness, I mean, that is my the ultimate success to me.
2: That's incredible, you guys.
3: Wow, that's so beautiful, that's Mario.
2: Beautiful.
1: Oh, oh the,
3: the bedroom's right here, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, how do you guys stay on the same page so that you're not getting conflicting information to your team?
4: This is a big one. So, I try to avoid paths with him. During the week, because I don't want to interrupt his flow and I don't want him to interrupt my flow, but we do have a day that we discuss like what's what are you working on what I'm working on and there's just things that he doesn't need me to share with him. He's just very to the point I want, I want to know ABCD, so I just don't want to bombard him with extra so for the most part the team comes to me first so we kind of have like a gatekeeper if you will before it goes to him. Because I don't want to shut him down on what he's doing, so I don't know if that helps anybody. We but... stay
3: out of each other's way, in other words. Yeah, <laughs> that
4: we work. only get to come together like if it's something that's set, like that set appointment, that set date that that we're planning stuff that we're sharing information.
1: And, but you guys are also very aligned with the vision of the business. Like you've gotten very clear about. This is how much money we want to make. Now. And so, yeah. So, this is how much we want to make. So, in order for us to make this, here's what the business needs to look like in order for us to get there. And you guys have done a lot of work in that area. Has that been, has that helped a lot?
4: Definitely.
3: No, no. I mean,
4: Definitely. It's... Definitely. Because I want to say a couple of years ago, I thought this was important. He thought the other. So we're just scrambling, throwing ideas and there's no direction or what we're going to do first or we're not working on anything together. So it's just exhausting, right? And you're running around in circles and nothing is getting done. But I think this year has been such a defining moment because there is so much clarity. We know where we need to go and we've seen things happen um, to get us there. I
3: mean we're getting older. And I hope that as I'm getting older, I get wiser. Me too. You know? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling her the other day, I was like, wait, can you, can you believe, when I was 30, the things that I was thinking, I no longer, I, I can't even see myself like doing that now. And that was only 10 years ago. And 10 years ago was like nothing. And in 10 years, like my whole way of thinking is completely changed. Even like, Three years ago.
1: Just wait until you're 52. Yeah, right. I, and look, I, you know, you guys experienced losing everything and losing the house. And we, you know, what's kind of cool is when you mention one of your biggest successes, you didn't talk about the new house or the house that you have, the property that you have, the business that you have. What you said was your greatest success is that you made it through. And I I consider that the same thing with us. I mean, it's good to have a a a place to live and food to eat but being together is is
3: really the real price i think overcoming the the
2: challenges absolutely
3: yeah the material stuff is secondary you know yeah
2: and it has a way of bringing you closer like you said you know we can get through anything and you know once you have that experience you know that whatever life throws your way you're you know you're going to be okay
1: yeah i think it's interesting you know It's like, we were for a long time, we would go in different directions and she had her jobs to do. I had my stuff to do, but we were never, you know, really aligned. And I think over the last, really over the last three or four years, we've gotten super aligned and, you know, I say it all the time, clarity is power. The more clear you are about your vision, about where you're going and what that looks like, the, the more power there is behind it to actually like bring it, bring it about. So what advice would you give? Cause you know, we, we have a lot of clients that are husband and wife teams and we could do this. And, and by the way, for those of you that are out there listening, if you want to hear more episodes like this, let us know, because we have other couples, client teams, teams yeah. that Um, have been doing it for years and years and years and have made it work. And so we'd be happy to, you know, come on and and do more of this. But what advice would you give to other couples that are out there that, you know, maybe aren't in as good a place that might be struggling a little bit, or maybe a little frustrated with each other or with the business? What advice would you
3: give to them? I'll let you answer that one first. I got to think about that one.
4: I think You have to choose, you know, the time that you're going to talk to them. Don't do it when you're emotional. You're going to say things that you regret, you know, and also we tend to be so hard on each other. Right. And it's a good idea to just write down everything that you've accomplished already. Like just reflecting back on the things that you guys have accomplished together is huge. And it actually energizes you to move forward. So it's not all doom and gloom, you know. You guys have gone through a lot, and you're gonna survive. But I think that encourages everybody.
1: What beautiful advice! Yeah. Being grateful, right? Writing That's- down. Look, look at what we've accomplished together, and being grateful for it. Yeah. You have anything to add to that from
3: the I, I yeah the yeah I mean I'll give you one of the many things. because There's so much advice, but um I would say one of the most important ones is um. Don't forget that you're married and that you have to feed that marriage, nurture it. You know, it's not a business relationship as much as marriage. And that's, that was the, you know, your, your first, yes, your should be your first priority is go on your date nights, spend time together, get to know each other more, because I know about you, but I find something new about her every day. every day i'm learning something new about her right doesn't it happen like man what? Did you yeah. what you know um and that makes me want to fall in love with her more and more and and uh i think that 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 bond of love is uh unbreakable yeah. and then you gotta but you gotta work on it yeah you know just like you work on your business you got to put just as much effort into the marriage that you do into the business or else one or the other is going to go down right right yeah.
1: better the yeah. business goes right
3: Better the business goes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you two are the best. They, they're so cute. You know, this year at Accelerate, they were right in the front row. And we had to, with the live audience, we had to social distance everybody. So Candy was at one table. Mario was at another table. They were next to each other, but they were six feet apart. And after the first break, Addy had said, well, look, if you're, you know, want to move your chairs, you know, do it after the first break. And of course, what did they do? Candy and Mario came together and they were yeah. sitting right next to each other <laughs> the whole time. And-
3: um,
4: Can't live without
1: me. Oh man, she's hot. She's a hot
3: mama. She is. You know? You guys she's are
2: the Barbie of the industry.
3: She's the middle man, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> For those of you watching this on YouTube, you know why we're laughing. <laughs> well, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for, oh, you for having us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you that we're sharing this
3: with you guys. And thank you for having us
0: here. Right. Happy Valentine's
3: <laughs> All right, everybody.
1: So, welcome back. We have another couple joining us for our special Valentine's Day podcast episode. And with us, we have Ronnie and Stephanie Suarez. From Integrity Roofing in Austin, Texas, right? Antonio, Texas. San Antonio. I yeah. always get that wrong. That's, San that's, Antonio that's what
0: the conference was that we were talking about.
1: Oh, that's right. San Antonio that's against right. the Riverwalk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So welcome you two, longtime clients, longtime friends. G4. So let's start off, tell everybody the story of Integrity Roofing and how you guys got into business together. We want to hear each version of the story. So one of you goes first, and then we want to hear the other side of the story.
0: Okay. Well, you know, 15 years ago, I decided that, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be a business owner. I had worked for you know not too many people. I really hadn't had that many jobs, but I had been working since I was 16, and so I, I learned a lot from a lot of great people, and then you know I learned a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. So you know, I wanted to be a successful person. I wanted to have a, a successful life, and so I decided that that was what I needed to do. So I started my business. Very you know meager beginnings, but you know <laughs> I, I was able to get it going. And, and I asked my dad, I said, Hey, help, help me out. He owned his own roofing company for 23 years. So I said, come out of retirement, help me, help me get this thing going. Let's, let's build a strong foundation. Let's get this thing off the road. And we did, and we just started to grow and grow. And, and, and it was, it was great. You know, it was everything that I, it was cracked up to be in my mind, but then we ran across a lot of challenges. Like every business owner does, we had challenge after challenge and, uh, and that was about two or three years in into the business and and i met stephanie and we uh <laughs> let me tell you when when she walked into the room that day it was like the an, angels like, were singing. hit me
1: the world stopped
0: yes <laughs> <I'm sick. laughs> it was instant let me tell you it was instant i i saw her across the room and i was with friends and she was there for, for a leadership conference and because uh, Stephanie comes from the, the public sector, I had worked in the private sector my, my entire life. So I was with friends and we were, you know, at a restaurant and I saw her across the way. And I mean, I said, who is that girl <laughs> introduced me to her? And I was pushing and pushing and pushing my friends, you know, you know her, bring her over here. <laughs> and so eventually we, we met and we just hit it off from the very beginning. And, and Hey, that's, that's the end of the story there. As far as when love, when the love started immediately we just had just such a great time together from from then on it's how many just, years
5: have uh, you guys been together well that day was march 5th 2008 wow mm-hmm. the day after his birthday so I was a belated present yeah. i guess <laughs> <Birthday> <laughs>
1: present <Absolutely. laughs> so it's going to be 13 years since that date yeah.
5: mm-hmm. yes. yes cool and, the company, and then wait
1: oh, oh i'm sorry well, and, then, and
5: the company's 15 years old so good yeah. to show you the journey we've been on together but that was before I joined yeah so wait
1: so did you guys meet and then it happened really fast and then you said oh by the way why don't you come and work in in the in a roofing company no no tell us your version it was more progressive than that it was more progressive okay so why don't you give us your version of the how you guys Um, got into business together
5: well, my background is in public relations, government. So I did a lot of community engagement. I started I my career working for an elected official, doing neighborhood meetings and just kind of you know helping people with code compliance and utility bills, uh, resolution. And then I went to go work for the local water utility, doing uh, governmental relations and community engagement and what we did in schools. And so I we were both kind of hitting our own stride when we met and. You know, we were kind of committed to that I had my own thing he had his own thing, and you know really loved it and hit, the company just started growing and it's kind of when you're both working so much you're almost passing ships. And you know you have to think about is that the kind of quality of life you want, especially when you start having a family so when we had our first son he was about one. Things really started to change, and he would start having these conversations with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we were at the point in the company where, where you know, from an executive, high level uh, perspective, you know, I, I needed, I needed some help, you know, and I loved being with her. And really, let me just say, the whole reason why she was with me and Terry Roofing, I just want to spend more time with her. I mean, <laughs> nice. I just to be with her. <laughs> no, but seriously, no seriously. I I saw the the qualities in her that were missing in me you know cuz we we make up for each other you know there there are things that that I'm strong in that that maybe she has areas of that area to grow in areas where she's very strong in where I'm very weak in you know so we complement each other and we we work and feed off of each other and I think we make a great a great team together and I could see that early on she would walk into a room and light it up i mean she would light up the whole room people Uh-oh. would be attracted to her really people would be attracted to her and i saw that and i saw the passion that, that she had for to work and just just to create and and to and to grow so i knew that she was it was just it was destiny that that she would be part of the team be part of our company well cool. she finally decided that that she would and
5: but i was terrified i didn't want she to. was
0: scared yeah,
5: I don't want to. It's terrifying, you know, to think about becoming an entrepreneur and every dollar you have you have to make on your own. And I was used to, you know, mm-hmm. study paycheck and benefits, and it was just all kind of automatic. And even if you worked somewhere and there was an issue or there was a problem, I mean, you still kind of got your paycheck, you know. Right. Um, and yeah. it was just terrifying. Even though I had studied economics and had a degree in it, it just was terrifying. And so it really took a lot of convincing and really. Ronnie's encouraging me that we can do this. You can do this. Like, let's do it. And I said, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> I'm jumping in."
1: <laughs> what are your What are your roles in the business today? Well, first of all, tell us, give us an idea of the business today. How many people do you have? How many jobs did you complete last year? You're a roofing company, obviously.
0: We're um, a roofing company, but we just diversified years back, and we do siding. So now we're, we're Integrity and Siding. So we do a lot of roofing jobs. We do a lot of siding jobs. We, we even do carpentry work for mostly exterior. We can just about do everything on the outside of the house. And, and, yeah. and so what we do. So we did about 400 jobs. You uh, said a lot of jobs, you know, from where we, we started. You're right. And so, yeah, we, we've grown a lot from the very beginning. So and the we,
1: staff, how, about how big
0: is the staff? Uh, we we probably have about, about 15 total employees, people that are, you know, in, in our close- network uh, plus uh, subs team plus all the subs yes carpentry subs and roofing subs etc
1: and so what are the roles what does stephanie do what is stephanie in charge of what are you what are you in charge of
5: Well, I think it's kind of like the evolution of us. And really, Ronnie from the beginning was always the president CEO. And I think his evolution was based on leadership and, you know, what you had to do. And mine really has evolved from the very beginning. You know, I think when you join a business, um, your entrance is really critical how you handle that, especially because I was already joining something that was created. There were other people there. So I really couldn't just come in and say, hey, I'm I'm here and this is what I gotta do. So I really started with answering the phones, learning how to schedule, learning how to qualify a lead, um, learning the different services. And as Ronnie mentioned, you know, we evolved, you know, it started with shingle. We do tile, metal, shingle, flat roof. Now, you know, we do gutters, carpentry, siding. So you have to learn. And and so I started in scheduling. Then I started in production and learning how to budget and write invoices, but now I'm focused on really the human element of it all, the human yeah. element with our employees, the human element with our customers. And really, y'all really helped me learning how to improve that customer experience because it's constantly evolving, you know? And so I really like to think of myself as more of the internal and external brand. know ambassador and just the feeling of the experience so we're from san antonio and and really like a lot of times when you think about competitive advantage sometimes you say oh go local go local but what it started to started to occur to me was that local just means more hey we're from here we're licensed we're it's we're committed to the community local means it's not just somewhat that you know we're here we're not just popped in because there was a recent storm. We're here, but we also give back to our community. So we feel like it is such an amazing opportunity that, with growth, we're able to represent our customers by whether it's the local nonprofits like the food bank, the university hospital, the healthcare workers right now working so much. So we go drop off lunches to them with a little note saying, "Hang in there. We're you don't know us, but we're cheering for you." Um, oh, nice! And just. Yeah. Other things like that, you know, the local, some of the schools we went to, and we just think that's really important for us, you know, not necessarily of like, what could people say about it, but it's just really important for us. We just kind of feel like, you know, sometimes when you're struggling so much to build your business, you are selfish. Like you have to, at all costs, like you have to keep it going. But I think when you really feel like you're arriving to a good place is when you should reach out more and give back. So that's really what Integrity Cares Us Day is about.
0: That's awesome.
2: And how long has it been since you've been working together?
0: <laughs> uh, it's been almost 10 years that mm-hmm. we've been working together.
2: Oh, okay. So you yeah. came in along, you know, a while Jeez. back. I think yes. my interest like naturally in the,
5: in the company just always started as a couple, you're talking about various things, but I want mm-hmm. to say like in a full-time, full-time capacity, like seven years, you know, cause also mm-hmm. with the little ones, but I really feel I've arrived in really being a partner of the business. So that's mm-hmm. exciting because you really have to want it and believe it in yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And one, can you guys share, one of you or both of you share with us, what was one of the most challenging times in the business together?
1: Builder Prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors. Imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place. CRM, estimating marketing automation with SMS, production management software, and now call center dialer integration all wrapped into one easy-to-use package. And it's never been easier to switch CRMs. Hundreds of contractors trust Builder Prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money, which sales reps are the top performers, and where to optimize for the greatest impact. We're talking about winning more jobs, boosting productivity, and delighting your customers. Are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack, you owe it to yourself, your team and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to Builder Prime. The only true does it all CRM for home improvement contractors. Head over to builderprime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today. I
0: think that the most challenging time. Well, right now is a a, a very challenging time, obviously with a pandemic and everything that's going on, the limitations, we've we've grown a lot from that though, because we've discovered a lot of technology that we didn't, we always wanted to implement. We always wanted to put this in our business, but we just never took that action, you know, and so this, this forced us to do so. But that aside, I think that the main thing that we were challenged by all along was running our business from the inside out like we were so deep in the weeds we were there very very every step every operational task decision I mean we were really deep in it and we couldn't see the forest through the trees we, we needed to allow our business to run without us at times you know we're always watching our business we're always working 24 7 but, you know, we're, we have great people and we have great a great system so people can work and and continue, you know, with the business working like, shall I say, a, a, the well-oiled machine. It's not always that perfect, but, you know, the point is, is that that was our struggle for a long time. And I think we we over, overcame that, you know.
5: And I think with that being said, it's sometimes you're so wanting to be in control, you don't allow other people to grow. Or, you know, and, and you just want everything to go right exactly every time. Like sometimes you're kind of in the way of their growth. And Mm -hmm. so, although like, I'm sure everybody was terrified and it's still scary about like, what are the impacts of this overall pandemic? It allowed us, whether we liked it or not to kind of step back and think differently and have our people think differently and they've risen to the occasion. And so now we're actually working on our business, not in our business, because Mm -hmm. that really facilitated us to allow other people to grow, but probably it was an incremental situation because mm-hmm. you can't really let go if nothing's there to support it. So I think right. like the struggle was always building a foundation, you yeah. know. And now I think, you know, we're kind of getting there. We're arriving. <laughs> we're arriving.
0: Yes. Yes. That's incredible. That's great. Yeah. I and think one of one the of things the... that oh go ahead. I'm no, sorry. Ahead. I think one of the things that turned turned us around really And it's funny because we were we were driving to um, uh, our daughter's volleyball tournament and we were in the vehicle a a long time with each other. And I said, hey, we we need to listen to this book together. You know, we had this audible and I said, it's it's Michael Gerber e-myth. And I had been listening to it and I really, really wanted her to listen to it with me. And so I did. And he really talks about the systematic approach and the business running without you, you know, and we really, really took that in. We did all these little tasks. With the, he had us do all these little, you know, things in the bit, uh, w- So we would learn where were we really with our business? Like what are the different facets of our company and what are the different levels of the company? And so it really made us think, and that was kind of a, a, a turning, turning point. point for us for sure. really, really taking that in and putting it into action.
2: And how long ago was that?
0: That Four was years. about, about, Three, four, four or five years ago. Four or five
2: years. Cause it yeah. and I think that's the
5: thing, it doesn't happen overnight because yeah. growth is a lot of looking at yourself and really looking in the mirror and so And telling
1: the truth, right? Oh. My
5: dad taught me that. He said if you can't look in the mirror and like what you see, or you know, you're lying to yourself, and that's the worst thing you can do. And so we've had that work together and we still do it every day. We're like, wow, could we've handled that differently? Or mm, maybe mm. Or maybe we could have done this, you know, but I think we're open to it and you have to be open to working on yourself. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I always say it. I think that the skill set part of the business can be bought, it could be rented. You can get it from other places. What you can't get is the mindset, what you can't get is who you are being as in that process. And who you are being is going to limit your growth and whether that's in profitability and time freedom, building a business that works for you instead of you working for it. So I'm I'm glad you said that because it really is. It's it's really more about working on yourself. Cause the other stuff is pretty formulaic. And yeah, really
5: how you opened your session the other day, it was just like, ah, for me, you know, because really it's about. And I think as a couple, are you both a hundred percent committed? Like can you commit to the same plan? Can you commit to the same vision? Can you follow through? Because, you know, yes, at times life happens and maybe one person has to handle more than the other. But at the end of the day, if you're doing this as a couple, like you both have to have the same commitment or it's not going to work, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. That's right. Do you guys sit down and talk, talk about money? Like hey, this is how much money we want to make. This is why we want to make it. This is how we're going to spend it. This is how we're oh. going to invest it, how we're going to give it. Yes, yes.
5: All the time. All the time. We're, we're
0: in great. communication. That's the thing. I mean, there's kids and there's 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 school and there's all these other things around us, obviously, other important things in our life too. But we we talk a lot. I mean, we communicate a lot about, about these things. I, we bounce a lot of stuff off each other and we make sure we're on the same page with stuff.
5: I kind of laugh sometimes because I think people probably think they're, you know, like really y'all are always together. But but the funny thing is is that we we can even be working like in at home when everyone's working remote or, you know, at the building. But yes, we have that time together, but we have our own thing too. Like, so Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm accomplishing also something that identifies me and he does that too. But yeah we're always talking about like you know what's that a bad
1: thing though always spending time together because her and i we're we we at this point it's like it just is what it is but we're like (laughs) we're always together going by the hip we're always together
5: that's us too and you know the funny thing is is that even though we're always together i make it a point for us to just also have our own time. Like, yeah. are we gonna order some sushi and wine? It's just like, not even like, let's take a break. I mean, so yeah. even though we're together all the time we still have to work on us as a couple. And yeah. that's probably I think like the biggest thing too is that's that where it
0: starts? you have to yeah. be a couple.
5: Like you have to have a foundation as a relationship as a couple Mm -hmm. in order to even think about working together.
1: (laughs) It's the only way it's, it's going to work. I mean, so we were, we just were talking with Candy and Mario who are going to be on this with you guys. And they said the exact same things. I mean, you have to, I think they said you have to put the marriage and the relationship before the, before the business. Right.
5: Absolutely. And I think it's just like anything personally that will test your foundation as a couple, as a marriage, as a family will do in business too. Like that will happen in business too. And so you have to know, you know, how you have each other's back, how you conflict resolution, how you appear on the same page, even if like someone's presenting something to you and you're like, that's not what I thought we talked about. It's like poker face. Let me just take a couple steps back and talk to him and we'll get it on there.
2: (laughs) So that's a good segue to the next question, which is how do you stay on the same page so that you make sure that you're not giving it's, conflicting yeah. direction to your team?
0: Yeah, it's back to the communication. You know, we we talk about what we 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 have the same vision, really. That's that's the thing. I mean, we've, mm-hmm. we've spent so much time together, that's our advantage. We spent so much time together, just like you guys, that we know each other so well, we know what our vision is, and we share the same vision. And so I think when when things come up where maybe she create something on her own that we haven't (laughs) talked about, which, which can happen, you know, uh, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm with it because she has the same vision. We have the same ethics. We have the same integrity. It's so, because of that, it, it all falls into place uh, for it, us. Now now I, won't, I will say it's it's challenging still. I mean, yeah, we have our challenges. We have spirited every conversations day, every day. spirited <laughs> conversations.
5: I mean, I mean, we're not gonna sugarcoat it at all. I mean, there are times where I'm like, I'm gonna pause this i'm gonna go for a little walk around the house or the office and i'll be back and but i think it's grounded in that respect for each other like you know i mean and and it's it's just how we work daily like even if you know even if like you're washing dishes and you know you put something right where i was it's like okay so first of all (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah i mean i just think it's also Knowing also your roles, because, for example, like I wouldn't venture off into something in a sales presentation or like the application of some sort of material. So we kind of know each other's, you know, areas. And I think we really value each other's opinion. So if for some reason something did get presented to you that was a different thought, there may be a reason. You know, I'm not going right. to just undermine it. And just because it's got to be my way. And I think that's the other thing too, is that you got to know when to give in. Like you have to know when maybe that person needs you more that day than you, like maybe they are having a bad day, like get over your stuff. They need you. Or, you know, I think
2: it's just, you just got to be
5: in it to win it together.
2: <laughs> that's right. <great. laughs> nice. That was beautifully said. And I Also, what can you share with the audience some of the things you do to help the keep the business from interfering with the with the personal life too with the kids, maybe?
0: You know, that's a tough one because the business is 24-7. Like, you know, as you guys know, whether it's your email or your phone with text messages or phone calls or just what's what's going on up here, you're constantly thinking about it. It's almost like an obsession, if you will. And so <laughs> we, we, we share that, but but at the same time, we know we, we we talk about how we can cut it off at some point because we have a personal life, we have children we're raising, you know, we have a household. So we, we we're able to to just shut it off sometimes we, we have to. I
5: think When I finally realized, and even though I knew this going in, it's not eight to five. So you structure your twenty four hours how you want to. So, for example, you know, Mm -hmm. in the morning, we you know we got to get our kids ready, get them going with school, and then we work. And then we know now when they are done, we're gonna focus on them, and we're gonna have. How was your day? You know, how's Mm -hmm. it going? And then when we put them to bed, we go back to work. Sometimes, so you know, that's also the freedom of. I'm not going to do this at this moment. I'm going to do it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a struggle. I mean, it's, it's a real struggle sometimes, <laughs> but especially like you can even have a restaurant experience and they follow up a certain way and you're like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. Oh yeah, we should do You know, like, so you see ideas and creativity everywhere and you always want your business to c- grow and evolve. So, but I think also when you love what you do really, you know, it's, it's, you just make it, it comes
0: easier when you have a passion yeah. for what but you I, do and you, you know, want to succeed.
5: But sometimes I have to tell my kids, like I'm sorry, I can't keep on playing this game with you right now. You've got to go to bed, and I have to work. You know, yeah. so they. I have
1: to work so you can eat tomorrow. Exactly. exactly. Oh no, I'm
5: the mom of guilt. I am the mom of guilt. Believe me, I'm really bad. They're gonna look back and be like, "Oh, my mom, and she was." You she like made- having
1: a comfortable bed to sleep in. You like having a roof over your head. I am. I'm really bad. I'm really bad.
2: At that. Like- but I, what I, what's really interesting in listening to you is just the transformation from this hesitant person right and wanting to step into entrepreneurship (laughs) to now it's like oh my god I see ideas everywhere that's a good yes how do we incorporate it and it's just Uh, oh
0: no well and I think that's
2: why we're both we
5: kind of like say we go beast mode you know it's like ah you know let's do this and you know I think it's just I I think when you really it's hard again it's work but I think like when you finally get to a point where you're working on the creativity of your business that's the fun part And like, you don't want to lose that. So you got to make sure everything keeps on working. And it doesn't mean that you forget like how the business is working. You just have checks and balances and make sure everything's okay. Because I think we're finally entering like the really fun part. Still scary, right? Mm -hmm. You're still like, ah, but I think we're entering the fun part. What is the fun part? Well, it's just like,
0: well, you know, having a little more freedom to, to spend time together to go enjoy some of our you know the fruits of our labor some of the investments that we've made you know we Good. we have a ranch now so we're 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 going and we're spending time there and sometimes we're still working when we're there but oh, yeah. you know <laughs> we we get to do you know some things uh, okay, okay so
1: so I wait know. a ranch <laughs> tell us about this what
0: what is what's a ranch <laughs> i live in miami i am oh, oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's so, right uh, hello <laughs> so we we bought a large a piece of property out in the rural area that, you know, we have wildlife on it and uh, it's, it's up on a hill. It's got a beautiful view, mountains and all that stuff. And so it's just a, it's a way I I told her, I said, I think this property, I think this saved my life. It did. It really did. I I can get pretty stressed out. Uh, You know, the, the business is, it's a, it's a, it's an animal. So being able to go out there and just have the fresh air, have the view it's just, it's life changing. So well, that's just a to big... put
5: it this way, the town only has two hundred people.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. How it's
5: far is that from home? There's yes. the the town. It's not even incorporated. It's just like a block, and there are no street lights. There's like one cafe, one mm-hmm. one general store. But um, you know, we're we're discovering the land, and we go on mm-hmm. hikes and teaching our kids to stuff out the great outdoors, really. <laughs> Yeah, um, and how right far
1: up. how far away is
0: it from from home? It's, it's about an hour and a half. Top. Oh, beautiful! Oh, yeah. so yeah. no, it's easy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. if I'm if I'm if I'm on that road going eighty, we we can get there an hour and ten.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, oh, we gotta we we well, definitely we, we gotta, gotta make a trip out to San
1: Antonio. We gotta check out yeah, the ranch.
5: Love for you all, and I was gonna say y'all. I was like thinking about. It. I was like, I'm gonna be saying y'all. Y'all,
1: we know what y'all. Yeah, I know y'all. Yeah. I love y'all. I'm
5: I like, know <laughs> y'all. Bring it on. Yeah, but um, you know, it, it's just, it, but the bottom line, is, it's, it's having a shared vision and, and just knowing you do have to work. Like sometimes you don't want to work, but you sometimes have to get it done because that's like the other thing. Our parents are really strong people, both the men and women. And, you know, they've taught us a lot of little nuggets in life and sometimes they don't register till, you know, you carry on in life. And one of the things that my dad taught me is that you have to be disciplined, you know, like, like earlier in, in your opening session there's so many things you were talking about and it was like ding 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 it was like going off in my head and it's the plan it's having that plan and sticking with it uh another great thing someone once told me I remember one time I was like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this and mm-hmm. I was going on and they said well did you write that plan in pencil because you might mm. have to that erase is, yeah. some things <laughs> yeah and so- I think we're just always we're just trying to grow together too. Mm-hmm. And I think if you both want to grow and you both want to be humble and know that sometimes you gotta check yourself and reevaluate what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be okay. It'll
1: work. Cool. What do you guys
0: what do you see as what's your biggest opportunity over the next year? The business probably growing in maybe commercial roofing. We do a lot of residential roofing, we do a lot of residential siding, that kind of thing. But you know, probably probably commercial roofing would be something we can grow in or working with the government or something, something like that, you know, big contracts.
5: And I think one of the things I really want to do, it's kind of been a dream of mine. And, you know, the last 18 months kind of changed a lot of things, but I'm not giving up on it. I really want to reach out more to the woman homeowner, um, really Mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, connect in that fashion. Um, and so I'm part of a couple of different networks in town and I really just want to explore that and, you know, just, just have that conversation with them and, you know, be a resource for them. So
2: Ooh, I have some ideas.
5: Okay. Well, that's
1: beautiful because she wants to do the same thing in the industry. Okay. She wants to bring out the use in the industry because a lot of times the, the women are behind the scenes. the men are out front the men get all the credit but Mm -hmm. it's really the women behind the scenes the the wives the 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 partner that's actually like making stuff happen like if she wasn't here (laughs) uh, who knows I mean I wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing you know a tenth of the stuff that I do
5: well and I really do think in regards to like uh, the personal customer experience. You know, sometimes we inherit just knowledge based on the assumptions that we've had for a very long time, and the market's changing. And you know, and there are more even not even just couples, but young women on their own, younger yeah. women who own homes, and you know, they think it could be a little scary trying to find a contractor. And so, mm-hmm. I just kind of want to get the information out there, and I like to awesome. say, i mean, the pink to roofing and siding. <laughs> Love it.
1: Well, if we can help you do yes. that in any way, you let us know. We're happy to help.
2: Actually, you and I are gonna have a conversation when we get back. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Good. I'm in. <laughs> All
1: right, well, you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate Thank you. you guys doing this and we appreciate the years and years of friendship and if we can do anything, let us know. And for everybody listening, again, if you liked what we did here, and you want to hear more from couples and partners in the business, if you want to hear more from my business partner, from Addie, <laughs> let me know. Send me an email. I'm mean, however communicate with me. Let me know, and we would love to do more of this. So this is Brian Kaskavalsian
2: and Addie Kaskavalsian.
1: And this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. And until next time, thank you all. We're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Candy and Mario, they're awesome.
4: Ronnie Ronnie
1: and Stephanie. Stephanie, I mean, just really, really great people. And, And look, we've got probably, I don't know, 10 other couples that we can go to and have you know really great conversations with, yeah. but Addie tells me that we're going to answer some of the same questions. Yeah,
2: we get asked, and uh, and our marketing team wanted us to share it too, <laughs> kind of like our journey yep. in so- entrepreneurship and uh, husband and wife team and raising a family.
1: Which, okay. Yeah. So if you don't care about me and Addy, you can just turn off now and go to the next episode <laughs> if you want. Um, I guess we're going to, are we answering some of the same questions? Like what are, so. okay. What are our, um, what are our roles? Well, our roles
2: were visionary or you were sales and marketing and I was GSD. Yes. In the beginning,
1: GSD. They've Get evolved done. a lot
2: over the years. When it was when we just started, it was just him and I, and Brian was out selling, marketing the business, and I was, you know, client support and doing everything that needed to be done on the back end to make sure we fulfilled on all our promises, and so that's changed over the years, you know. Yeah,
1: that's changed a lot. Well, we when we implemented EOS three years ago, and EOS, the entrepreneurial operating system, you guys have heard me talk oh, yeah. about it before. It changed everything for us. We started it what three years ago or three years ago. We started,
2: yeah. This is our fourth year using that system. And I think that's where it really became very, very clear. Yeah. I think we did a good job from 2009, 2017 to to really grow the business and build the foundation of the business. You know, it took us a little while, honestly. We were a little slow there to, to take off. But
1: but we we were able to develop a really loyal client base, not because they liked us, but because we actually delivered on the promises
2: that, that we, we made. made.
1: Yeah. And Absolutely. then, and then when EOS came in and we discovered this whole new operating system, it was, and by the way, it wasn't me that found it. It was her that found it
2: but... and was
1: paying attention and was listening to Caesar when he was talking about EOS and what it did for his company. And he was so.
2: Well, it wasn't even his own company. It was like, it it was, it was the buzz at EO, all of the the entrepreneur group. But listen, I was terrible at implementing it initially because I started to read the book. Uh, It's based on a book called Traction by Gino Wickman. And I, it's kind of a dense read. It and is. I never I've never got, read it. Yeah, I never got through it. So when Caesar came to us and said, "Oh yeah, I implement it," we were like, "Oh, thank goodness!" She was
1: like, "Okay, we're, <laughs> we're but," she made the executive decision and said, "All right, we're in."
2: Where do we sign?
1: But that's where we learned about the visionary and the visionary's role and the integrator's role. And for those of you that aren't as familiar, the visionary is basically the the entrepreneur, the one that's got the big ideas, the one that hates details.
2: He, sh- he or she charts where the company is going. Yeah. And the They're integrator. They're the one with the vision. Right. And the integrator is the how. How do we go where you want to go? Yeah. Right. But I think what's unique to us, too, is that I've always had a little bit of the visionary, too, pushing us.
1: Which is rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare to find somebody that's got that's got both. And you have both. I don't. Because the, the, the integrator stuff, I mean, it just, I hate it. Yeah. It's all details, keeping things on track, keeping things documented and process, process. I can force my, I forced myself to do it it it
2: in years past, but. Where you naturally go to. And what's, and
1: what's fortunate for us and for some of the other, um, uh, couples that we know of is that it's really clear there's one visionary and there's one that's an integrator those make really good partnerships and we're lucky that that we've got that visionary integrator thing because if we were both integrators it just wouldn't work
2: we would get in in each other's way yeah but but i'll let me step back a little bit and and just say that when we were introduced to eos it became very very clear about whose role right who was doing what and essentially you know gave us the clarity to say just get out of my way i love you but just get out of my way let me yeah. do my thing and and vice versa right like don't don't overstep right now this is this is my role this is what i do and you know so- what's
1: interesting too is i see this with a lot of partnerships whether it's you know husband and wife or just regular partnerships i think there is sometimes a an issue of can i really trust that this is going to happen can i really trust that this is going to happen. It's not that I don't trust the person. It's just, I, I'm just not sure if I can trust that, hey, that decision that you made does, I don't, agree, I, I just don't necessarily think that that's going to work. And one of the things you have to admit over the last three years that's happened is more and more, I just let, I just trust you to make the right decisions. Whereas before there was some,
2: yeah, there was some, there was
1: a little bit of, um, conflict there.
2: Sure. Tension. Absolutely. But we've both evolved in our roles and it's been great, but it wasn't always easy. You know, we, when we started the business, we, we did it together because we had just reached rock bottom. We had lost everything. And Brian came to me one morning and, and said, I have an idea. And when he gave me, you know, as the visionary, right. When he shared with me the idea, the vision of a company that helps other home improvement companies, excel at relationship marketing, I I really love that because in the previous business that we had worked in together in that business, I wasn't really an owner. Um, I just came in and helped with, you know, I guess I did payroll and marketing and eventually I started managing it, but but I loved it so much because that's, that's what I did for that company. I used to assemble little gifts and knock on our clients' doors and walk through the project and make sure they were happy and I'm I'm a people person, so for me that was amazing. It gave me the chance to connect with others, and 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 also you know to to see about future business and and ask for referrals and all that. So it really uh, made sense to me when he approached me with that idea, and I'm like I'm all in. I love it. And in the We had no choice. We had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: had to make something work. We
2: had to make. Something we had to either. eat. Yes. We had to eat. And luckily, so I guess
1: that was that was what we had been. It. We had been married, what, 10 years, 10 years at that yeah. point. Yeah. We had worked together maybe three just years. a couple, yeah, two or three years. Yeah. And then. Because
2: I yeah. was lucky enough to stay home with my girls. You know, I really didn't start working full time till they, the little one was uh, like in kindergarten, which was awesome. You know, I, I got to really enjoy them. So I'm grateful to you for that because that yeah, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but then you know when but before we did g4 you just kind of stepped in and we're just doing whatever needed to be done to keep the other thing you know alive at until some point that we figured out what we were really going to do and so with g4 that was when you really came in and you were like really we were business partners and it was like okay we got to work together to make this thing really work
2: yeah and I don't know if this is unique to me or if it's I don't know that it is unique to me I think it's it's definitely something that other couples share but I saw in you something very talent uh how do you say it yeah a very talented individual I saw your strengths when you necessarily didn't see them and I I, I feel like I've always you know I I've I've always felt like wow there's a gold mine in that
1: <laughs> I yeah I, I'm sorry all of you you gotta listen to this (laughs) this is the stuff i gotta hear all the time like i saw something in you
2: i saw something in you when i first
1: saw you you were a big lump of clay (laughs) you're a big lump of clay
2: okay no and if i kicked you if i kicked you in the ass long enough
1: i could create some legs under you
2: that's not true if my I kick in the is, head enough,
1: maybe I can make you smart.
2: Oh, gosh. Are you really going there? Well, that's not where I was going.
1: Okay, why don't you answer the questions? Why well, don't can we stick I finish to...
2: my thought or are you really uncomfortable right now?
1: Uh, I think, I think everybody is uncomfortable right now. <laughs> okay. How do we stay? If
2: everybody's uncomfortable, then I'll, How do we stay... only you, I'll keep going. <laughs> How do we
1: stay on the same page? so that we're not giving conflicting direction to our teams.
2: Boy, you really sobered me up now.
1: Yep. <laughs> this is my job, by the way. Okay, Welcome. Okay, no, this is love. a little insight into into my world. No, Hey, no. look, I, I doubt anybody's even listening anymore. I mean, they might've just said, we don't care about Brian and Addy <laughs> They might not even be listening anymore.
2: Should you be so lucky?
1: I don't know, we'll see. <laughs>
2: Stop it. Okay. How do you stay on the same page? Okay. Well, again, it goes back to EOS. When we started EOS, it just became very clear about what our roles were. And, and and honestly, in, in full transparency, it happens still occasionally.
1: Occasionally.
2: Yeah. Occasionally, but it's not a normal thing. The majority of the time we respect each other's decisions and, and we move forward. And when we do, it doesn't get ugly. It's just like, Hey, Remember that was that falls under my responsibilities, or you know. And
1: what's funny is usually now it's not even you coming to me; it's Yanni or it's Valerie. Hey, you know Brian's making a mess over here. We got to shut him down. Right. We got to stop him. They know. They know. They know now. Yeah. Oh, Brian's making a mess. Uh, we got to shut him down. Yeah. Let so, him go off into his little corner and go do his thing, and we'll just go and continue running the business.
2: But All right. Then- well,
1: we got to we got to start winding this down cuz this is getting this is a long. This is the Wait. longest podcast we've ever done.
2: Oh, are we done?
1: Yeah, well. I
2: just got started.
1: No, we got to we got to start wrapping up. Well, no, we had Candy and Mario, then we had Ronnie and, and Stephanie and now there's us. So, what advice? Let's wrap up with our last question. If people want more of us, what, they can let us know and we can we <laughs> okay. can do more of this. Uh, but what advice would you give to other couples out there who may be struggling or maybe frustrated with each other and you know working together in the business? I
2: don't know. What would you tell them?
1: <sighs> the relationship just same things that Candy and Mario said is the relationship is the 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 marriage relationship is the most important thing. And you gotta you gotta ha- separate out. I, I liked what Candy and Mario said that they never lost their date night. that they always had date night. And I think that that can, that can get away from us really fast. And it's something like it's got to be scheduled and it's got to be a part of every week. You know, we had problems with that for a while. Like we didn't plan date nights. Well, we just would go whenever we could, but But we always,
2: you know, a lot of times it was babysitter issues or things like that. But, but, I don't know. I, I at the same time we would always at least once a year just go away the two of us. We've yeah. done that since Sophie was born. Yeah, we had to come early, back early the first trip. It was first time mom thing, but
1: but yeah, yeah. not anymore. Then
2: we overcame that yeah. really fast. <laughs>
1: but it's but to me it's and then and then I think the other thing too and one of the things that's really because I you know I, I work with Candy and Mario on a on a closer level there in our mastermind group and so one thing that I've really seen with them over the last couple of years, is how powerful clarity has been for them really getting on the same page about how much money do we want to make? Where's that money going to go? What's that money for? You know, with us, it's Addie's like, well, I want this. And she just goes and makes it happen. And for me, I'm a little harder. Sometimes she has to drag me kicking and screaming, but she's been right. More so than she has been wrong. And so now lately, I've just kind of learned to kind of back off and say, all right, well. I guess
2: that's usually, where we're going.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's where we're going.
2: What else? What else would we say? What, what about in the business? In the business?
1: Clear about your roles. Yeah,
2: we already said it. We already said it. It's, yeah. just, it's about clarity of roles and, and um, appreciating where our greatest strengths lie. Yeah and and kind of getting out of the way
1: and respecting each other
2: absolutely respecting each other um you're in this together I mean one of the and I was fortunate enough to see in my family a lot of entrepreneurs my grandparents my parent my parents they've worked together so I for me that was a normal thing you know I think Mario mentioned the same thing it was like oh yeah husbands and wives work together all the time. Yeah. But, what, but not
1: all of them make it.
2: Yeah. And I saw what worked and I saw what didn't work. And I think I learned from both. you right. Yeah. And, uh, and that was for me, that was an advantage, I guess, because, um, it, it was when Brian came to me, I always wanted to get involved in the business. Like even, even when we were newly married, I always wanted to know what was going on just to, you know, it was, it was interesting to me. Um, so yeah, just be clear. About each other's roles, respect each other. I think that's worked for us. Yeah. Um, honor your, each other's talents and also think about how to best utilize each other's talents, right? Because what one doesn't have, the other does, and vice versa. And, and how do you make that work in the business? Um, and I think we've been pretty good at that over I the think years. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, you all. Well, This has been an interesting episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, your Valentine's Day special episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got some value out of it.
2: I wanted to mention one last thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. One of the things that I love most about working with my partner is when we started in this journey, it was about us creating, you know, uh, creating our future together. And there's no better way to create your future than with your best friend, with your life partner. And so I love that we've been blessed with this opportunity to go create and and grow together and, you know, reach whatever level of heights of of success and love and, and, and relationship that we've wanted over the years. So I think that that is what I love most. It is a Valentine's Day edition, okay? Okay. So stop it. Can
1: this be considered our my Valentine's Day gift to you?
2: But wait a minute! What have you said to me?
1: Same thing. Ditto. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's that's not good enough. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, this episode's gonna be like eight hours okay, long. I'm
2: done. I'm done. But that, that I just wanted to share that one last thing because All right. it's 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 awesome, and I think a lot of other couples out there can relate to that um, that idea.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, with that said, are you done now? I'm done. With that said, this is Brian Cascavalsian with Addie Cascavalsian. <laughs> this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast brought to you by G4 Marketing Group. And until next time, thank you all for being here.
2: Thank you.
1: All right. So that's it for today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you. And a favor, I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to iTunes and post a review of this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. The Wealthy Contractor Podcast is brought to you by G4 Marketing Group, where we help contractors of all kinds create customers, keep customers, and multiply their customers and profits. If you're interested in reaching new levels of success for your company, visit www.gfourmarketing.com Or just call us at 305-856-8788 to schedule your free, no obligation, Wealthy Contractor Strategy Session. Now, during this strategy session, we're going to look at eight key performance factors in your business, And we're gonna help you uncover opportunities for growth, for leads, for sales, and for profit. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskovalsian with G4 Marketing.